This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. The Joes are back here on BetQL Daily. I'm Joe Ostrowski at Joe0670 with Joe Giglio at Joe Giglio Sports. The show BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily on Twitter. Let's line them up with the Open Championship. Just because it's underway, it's never too late to jump in on some sort of a futures wager if you want to do that. Or when they conclude play on the day, if you want to do round-by-round action, you know you're going to be watching early on Friday morning. You can uh, take a look at those different options. And, Joe G, we go to the top of the leaderboard. It's not a big surprise here. We've got Louis Ustazen, six under par on the day. Uh, Six under. He is your leader by one stroke over Jordan Spieth and Brian Harmon. Louis and Spieth were near the top of the odds board. And then two shots back, we've got Mackenzie Hughes, Dylan Fratelli, and Stuart Sink, all four under par. Yeah, it's not a surprise those guys. Are, and I've been I've been looking to see who is um, you know who else is under maybe within a few strokes. You've got Dustin Johnson two under, uh, and you got a whole basically a whole slew of guys between let's say four under and one under, and then you get to the guys that are even or, or having a tough round so far. And we're early in this, but um, you're right. It's not a surprise who's at the top right now, off to a good start. It's also not a surprise that Bryson is struggling. I think we called that as a uh, as a show yesterday. Bryson is off to a difficult start early in this Open. Yeah. Um, if you look at Louie, we talked all week about how you need to have some great form. A couple tournaments ago, he finished second. Jeez, he's got three, he's got two, three twos in his last six events. Three twos. So that's impressive form. From Louis Ustazen in 2015, he finished second in the Open Championship. And Jordan Spieth, I mean, when you look at the the rounds he's had recently at the Open Championship, he's as good as it gets. Mm -hmm. As good as it gets. Uh, A previous winner, of course, we all remember that a few years back. Also another top five in 2015, the year that Louis was second. So no surprise to see see Jordan Spieth up there. Terrific first day. But we have uh, plenty of guys that have not even teed off. We're going to have to wait until this afternoon to see some big-name boys like Rory McIlroy, Xander Schauffele near the top of the odds board. Uh, Phil Mickelson always intrigues people. Same uh, deal with Patrick Reed. All those guys starting this afternoon. You know, the Louis, I I do consider Louis at most majors, but the thing is, in most majors, he's around 50-1. to 1, And I just couldn't bet him, even though you can't rip it. You're feeling good if you have that ticket in your pocket right now. 25, 30 to one. I just couldn't bet him at a, at a major in this field, but it wouldn't surprise me to see him there on Sunday. No, it won't, especially after the start he is. Morikawa, one under. He's just gotten going here. Uh, my guy, Russell Henley, I, I put the future on there with the, yeah. uh, the 125 to one. He's uh, He just got going. So we got a lot of golf to watch. This is great. I, 
I love that we get this this weekend. There's there's so much here. And did you stay up last night? Did you wake up early? What, oh what no, no. I normal schedule. It's day one. There, there's no shot. You gotta uh, pace yourself. Yes, yes. What I'm really excited about is uh, Sunday. We're getting away a little bit, and I don't have to wait around all day to see what happens in the Open Championship or buy a little time. This thing's gonna be wrapped up early in the day. It's gonna yes. be fantastic. You don't have to worry about it bleeding into uh, the start of 60 minutes and, and all that. We're gonna have uh, 18 playoff holes with the same few few guys, same few holes again and again and again. That that's not gonna happen. Um, yeah, so we're gonna wake up Sunday morning. Man, we've had some great sporting events on Sunday mornings of late. We have more than normal. Yeah, it's been a great run here. And you know what? We should cherish this because we're coming on a time soon where that will end, where where the sporting world's going to calm down a little bit. It's just it's really just going to be baseball. Um, you know, for about what, a month and a half or so, and then we'll get the NFL, we'll get some college football back. But we're we're just going into a, a different time. We we got to cherish this. It's going away. This action-packed time. That reminds me of something Adam Silver said uh, in the pregame show yesterday. I want to get to that in a minute. But a couple uh, other things on the golf. My big guy is uh, Brooks Kepka. Hope he comes up big this weekend. He's all right. He's one under par. T24 early on. Shot a 69 today. So hopefully Kepka is in the mix on Sunday. That would be a lot of fun. You mentioned Morikawa just started. You know, Will Zalatoris, a debutante at the Open Championship. Impressive day uh, through 15. He's two under. At T12, um, let's hammer Bryson, too. He goes one over, shoots a 71 in day one. T63, he might be fighting to make the cut tomorrow. And the heavy, heavy favorite, heavy favorite, John Rahm, he is a plus two. I think he's on the 18th hole right now. T91 for Rombo. Man, that that was not good. I, I was curious. He's a badass. Um He's he's got you know the motivation unlike many. So I was wondering, could he actually get a second major in the same golf season? But hey, he he had a brutal nine. He had a double there, and uh, that's a big difference. So it it looks like a really bad day for Rom, but uh, he's just now wrapping up. Yeah, and Rom obviously, like we we talked about all week, you know, came in as a pretty significant favorite. He was the only one ten to one or better. He he went off eight to one when we did our drafts yesterday, and we and we gave our our picks. So. A tough start for the favorite. So that is uh, your Open Championship recap thus far. We'll keep you updated throughout the show. We'll do the same thing tomorrow. This is BetQL Daily Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the BetQL Network. Adam Silver uh, was waiting around for the game to finally get going. They, they tip off after 8 o'clock, even though we're in the central time zone. I'm sure you were annoyed. God, that's got to be brutal. It's after 9 o'clock by you. Come on, people. Hey. I guess it doesn't go that long. What, what else are we going to do? we got to watch the NBA Finals. You know what we're going to be talking about on the show. But uh, I, I caught the interview on the pregame show with Adam Silver. And one thing that piqued my interest was what he had to say about the 2021-2022 NBA season, how they are looking, they're hopeful to get back on track October and then wrapping up in June. I don't know what the ratings will look like. Um if they're poor, the NBA will suggest that we don't have the ultimate superstars, which is true. You don't have the big superstars. But I don't know how much would be because of the schedule, the normal schedule. But just as a fan and what we do, I loved having the NBA playoffs all of June and for the majority of July. Maybe it's going to go to the end of the July if this thing goes seven. 
But I, I think it's been great, and, and it's been a big improvement. We haven't had any, quote, dead time. I mean, normally this week there is nothing going on, but the NBA Finals completely took over in the middle of the summer. It's just a month later. I've enjoyed it. I got the sense from Silver's comments that it's it's more about the Players Association than the NBA. I wonder if the NBA would like to have this be the norm. Yeah, well, I mean, when it ha- first – the schedule first emerged, right? Just even separating what we do and us talking about it and, and enjoying having something to talk about. I thought it was good for them because they'd own a typically dead month, right? Yeah. This month is typically dead. It's it's only for baseball, all-star game, trade deadline, but nothing really pops in terms of like, we got to watch that. That's that, This month is kind of dead. The NBA took that over. I thought that'd be good for them. I think you're probably right in terms of the players want a longer off season. They want to wrap this thing up. They want to move on. They want to have some time off before they go back to training camp in September to start the next season. So I, I think that makes sense. But, Joe, I, I do wonder one thing, and I don't know how much it impacts the ratings. I wonder if the casual sports fan just is kind of out of the rhythm of this, right? You kind of always know right. the NBA season, like Father's Day, right around Father's Day, you might get an NBA Finals finale. like, And then people plan summer vacations. They go places. They're out. It's nice weather in, in most of the country. I just wonder if people are just like, the finals are on and I'm, I'm on vacation. Like I, I'm not watching that. That yeah. might hurt. Yeah. I, well, and you're also dragging the finals out three weeks. That doesn't help. Like we, they had to change up their schedule because of the MLB all-star game on right. Tuesday. So, but in the end, if it goes seven, it's going to wrap on a Thursday, which they'll absolutely love. I think you're right. And my, it's just my guess that more people tend to get away. Just shut it down in July compared to June. Definitely. Well, let me think about kids, right? Kids, depending on where you are, like kids school ends sometime in June, some all around the country, right? All kids are off in July. You're out. Yeah. Yeah. And sport, like for us, the sports season just wrapped up. So now you can get away a little bit. You don't have that uh, keeping you back. So yeah, Yeah, it it makes sense. Probably probably from both sides. But he should really think of us, right? He should think of Beckwell Daily. No. Honestly, I, I would be – okay, if I were running the NBA, I understand having the finals in June compared to July. But I would push the whole thing back. I would try to avoid as much football because nobody is paying attention to the first two to three months of the regular season until the NFL and college football are out of our lives. So I don't see the point in getting rolling in October. I would start the season uh, around Christmas. I would. I mean, I don't even – like, I'll watch opening night of the NBA. I'll put my futures bets in, right? I'll, yeah. I'll pick this team over-under. You're my MVP bets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, like, game to game, oh. I'm not really into it until football ends. Like, that's when I get back into the NBA. It's just it, – I agree with that. They should do that. They won't, though. They need to satisfy television partners. They don't want to have more dead time. They want to make it as much of a 365 league as they can. They're going to go back to the old way. Are you more likely to watch a TNT pretty good game I'll take your Sixers out of it for work purposes. A pretty good TNT game or Maxion. You know, I might have the Maxion on it. I definitely would have yeah. Maxion on Like, I would have the NBA maybe on a separate screen, but I would pay sure. attention more to the football. Like, that's that's where we are. Like The NFL is not even a question. We all know. Oh, I mean, you could put Jaguars <laughs> Titans on and I'm, I'm, I'm locked in. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm all I, in. I'm complaining about the matchup in the morning. And then I have five bets rolling during the game. And it, it's always Jaguars Titans when I have something to bring up like that. It, I, maybe it's because those color rush uniforms were those years and they had those stupid uniforms. And it was like your eyes yeah. were bleeding as you were watching it, but I watched, but we're in and we're yeah. making second half bets and I got some props going on. 
It's fantastic. Yeah, push it back. Push it back. And then, all right, season's here. Christmas, the quadruple header, whatever they end up doing, six games. I don't even recall. But do that. Whenever I'm with family on Christmas, like, people in my family think the NBA opens on Christmas. Like, oh, it's the first game of the year. I'm like, no, they've they've played 20 games already. (laughs) Exactly. But nobody knows. And I certainly certainly understand why. So I, I can see both sides of it. They probably really don't care about the first couple months all that much. It's not quite the college basketball regular season, but it's kind of close uh, when we have football going on. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, this is BetQL Daily. Check out the show weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the BetQL Network. Also, tell a friend, and you can find it on the Odyssey app, podcast, posted up there as well. Coming up next, baseball returns this evening. How about the American League West? Are there any bets to be made on the AL West? We'll go over that next. And in about 25 minutes, Sean Zarillo from the Action Network. He's always terrific. So keep it locked on BetQL Daily from BetQL.